right, joining us today on this edition of the X Rounds podcast is Carlos Silva, the shot caller, big man at the now renamed Professional Fighters League, formerly known as World Series of Fighting. Carlos, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us today. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. So the most notable thing that happened over the weekend was the UFC fights and a former World Series of Fighting champion, Justin Gaethje, uh, made his UFC debut against Michael Johnson and had an incredible performance. Uh, what did you make of that fight? Look, I think it was I think it was classic Justin. I mean, we've seen it before. He's undefeated. Uh, he's had some incredible fights. If you go back to, you know, Palomino 1, Palomino 2, uh, you look at the Firmino fight at the Garden, uh, a lot of similar characteristics to the to the Michael Johnson fight. I mean, Firmino, you know, also gave Justin a really tough time, but Justin found a way to, to get a stoppage. And the same thing happened uh, in his UFC debut. And uh, I, th- I think he looked great. And I think the world got to see, you know, what kind of fighters, you know, we've built with World Series of Fighting and now Professional Fighters League. And, you know, we wish Justin well. He's He's going he's gonna to hopefully stay uh, undefeated and, and keep uh, building his record. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think a lot of people, it was shocking to see that some people were surprised at his ability or the, his fighting style. Um, you know, Michael Johnson, the top five li- uh, lightweight at, in the UFC, he's not a nobody. And Justin, um, you know, was able to finish him. I think it was the first time he had been knocked out. So what is, that says a lot about the level of competition at World Series of Fighting. I think a lot of people misconceive it as a step down but here's a guy who was a champion in world series of fighting and just came in and knocked off a top five guy in the second round yeah look i mean uh i think ray and the team have done an incredible job you know growing a number of fighters i mean you look at guys that you know were even in the ufc you know like fitch and shields that uh are now you know thriving they're you know they've they've been champions in world series of fighting and are going to be part of you know, the league that launches in January, you know, guys like David Branch that have were in the UFC, won a bunch of fights in World Series of Fighting and now gone back to the UFC and won. Look at even Marlon, who is uh, Marlon Marias, one of our champions that I know he had a, a, a split decision debut in the UFC. But, you know, Marlon's a tough, a tough fighter. And I think everybody in the world respects him. And then, you know, at the top of that list is Justin Gaethje. And I think he showed, you know, he showed the world against uh i think a very difficult and talented opponent and also i think a great athlete a lot like justin that they could sort of bang it out and look i mean it was it, it could have gone either way but justin found a way to win and i think that's the mark of uh that's the mark of a great champion so yeah look ray and the team uh have done a great job for five years and i think will continue to do a great job in in building and and growing uh you know disciplined and hardworking. Um, really great athletes that fight. One of the interesting things I think a lot of people noticed leading into that fight is the promotional materials because so many of his fights, uh, most of the film comes from World Series of Fighting that they were surprised to see that the UFC had the ability to use it for promotional materials. So how did that kind of come to fruition? Because the UFC is not necessarily known for playing nice with other organizations. So how did that kind of come to come to be? Look, I think we've always played. I think we've always played nice. I mean, look, we have we have a lot of respect for the UFC. We, you know, I I think you could probably find a lot of quotes from me when you know when we went to New York. You know, they, there was only one reason we were in New York, and it's because the UFC and all of the the great um, you know the executives over there did a great job over the course of ten years making New York happen, and and it was to the benefit of the sport. 
uh, they asked, they needed some footage and we, we said, sure, we'd be happy to give you the footage. And I think they were very, um, they were appreciative of it and they were happy to give us a courtesy along with our partners at NBC sports. And look, I think, I think that's how top sports organizations work. I mean, if, if, uh, if someone's moving, uh, across leagues or they've played in Europe or they've, they've, you know, they've been in, you know, in premier league and now they're, you know, they're, they're, they've been transferred to another, to another, uh, you know, football team. They, they, they do those things. And so we, we took the same stance and so did the UFC. And I think, you know, I saw some great social tweets about it that everyone kind of liked that, um, that some of the top organizations were, were working with each other. And there's, you know, we're all trying to grow the sport of MMA and, and uh, it, I'm glad it worked out. From a, uh, from a marketing standpoint, how valuable is getting that courtesy the, to, to this newly launched professional fighters, not only for um, drawing attention to it, but also kind of bringing awareness to the, the, uh, the change that the promotion's going through? Oh, look, there's, look, there's no doubt. I mean, we're not, you know, it's not our first rodeo and, and uh, it was really nice of the, the folks at Fox and UFC to, to use the footage and to give us the courtesy. And, um, and uh, so, yeah, we were happy to get it. It was nice to see. Uh, I think everyone realizes, you know, what, what kind of fighters we've got in professional fighters league. And I think it was definitely a benefit. And so uh, we'll take it for sure. So Professional Fighters League has this new uh, event coming. They had this recent event on Daytona during the race week. And this new model is that there's going to be a million-dollar prize at the end of this season. And free agency is a big thing. We saw it this week with Gegard Mousasi leaving the UFC for another promotion. What kind of feedback are you getting from fighters about this million-dollar prize? Not many fighters, I think less than 10, could potentially make a million dollars in a fight ever. So the fact that there's going to be, what is it, $10 million prize or $7 million prizes given out? Seven. Right. That that's yeah. There'll be a, look. Can. There'll be a yeah. There'll be a ten million dollar pool. Uh, there'll be seven uh, world champs crowned at the end of the year after they all compete in a regular season, a playoffs and a championships. You know, you're right. There hasn't been many fighters that have fought for a million dollars. And pretty much across the board, we hear from fighters, from managers, from camps, from some of the top teams that they think it's incredible. They think they've got some fighters. Uh, they're, they're looking at opportunities for their fighters and they feel like if, you know, if they've got a top, uh, a top fighter, you know, from 135 to heavyweight, cause we've got those seven weight classes, uh, they're sending their, they're sending, they're calling, they're meeting with us and obviously with Ray and the team to, to bring them over. And I think between now and, uh, you'll see us between now and September, put that final roster together and then announce, announce that in October. Now, in the last fight, there was it was not a title fight. It was a number one contender fight going into the season. Was that a, a kind of a shock for the fighters involved that the the titles were kind of being pushed to the side in preparation for this new change? Uh, you know, yeah, maybe for a second. But look, I mean, they're all they're all great fighters. They're experienced fighters. You know, they understand that we're that we're trying some things out here in these four events with our partners at NBC as we drive to the season and the new league launch in January. And so, uh, you know, that's, that was really the structure, you know, it was our inaugural event. It was important to really, uh, highlight the sort of magnitude of fighting inside of this amazing stadium at Daytona international speedway. And I think all of the fighters appreciated that they had that opportunity. So yeah, once we talked through it with them, they all understood and they understand what they're going to be fighting for in 2018. So it wasn't a problem. Now it was a, uh, an interesting event because it, 
was forced to kick off a little bit earlier than planned because of the rain, but I still think it was very, that almost maybe helped the atmosphere because you had all the ride, uh, drivers and the pit crew standing around to watch, and it kind of created this very unique atmosphere. So what was your take on the whole situation being forced to start earlier than planning? You know, look, it was, it, we had a lot of contingency plans when you, when you have any sort of an outdoor event and certainly an outdoor MMA event, you know, we, we had a, a really big tent over the cage so that it would stay dry. A lot of people don't know that we had curtains on that tent in case it really started to rain. We could, we could have dropped curtains down. So we had kind of gone through every scenario for, with, you know, from the fighters to the commission to when to arrive to what would happen if there was a rain delay. Uh, that was both with our partners at Daytona as well as NBC Sports. So it was all there. Uh, it happened. It it drizzled. The drizzle turned into a steady rain. We thought we were going to go to one fight. The one fight turned into a, a cancellation on the track, and that turned into going to the entire four-fight card. And uh, I think everybody did a great job. The the Florida Commission was was really great to work with the Daytona, the ISC guys, the NASCAR guys, and certainly our, our partners in NBC Sports. Everyone scrambled. Uh, really, you know, the guys that scrambled the most and get the most appreciation, though, are the fighters. They, they put on a great show, uh, a little bit on short notice, which is what I think great athletes do. And uh, it was great to see Fitch get a, uh, get a finish. Uh, you know, Brian Foster, I think, fought, fought a great fight. Uh, and all of all of the all of the fighters that night, I think, um, you know, got to fight in probably the unique, the most unique MMA stadium ever. What other kind of events like the Daytona race would you be interested in having a fight? Like if you could pick and choose any any event to bring professional fighters league to, what would you bring it to? You know, it's a good question. I mean, look, I, I, the Daytona event was a long time coming. We have been working with the folks at International Speedway Corp for a couple of years, and, and with their help and NBC's help, we finally pulled it off. I think Daytona's obviously, you know, the biggest and the baddest, but uh, they've got a lot of other interesting uh, venues uh, inside of that umbrella, from Phoenix to Chicago, um, you know, to Richmond. And so I think, you know, we sort of look at this opportunity with all of the with all of the NASCAR tracks as a little bit like our Winter Classic. And so I think, you know, the next step will be to expand that relationship into 2018 and beyond. And but I think it has already opened some doors and we've gotten a lot of calls from some other interesting venues, including including some baseball parks uh, that might be interested in, in doing uh, and hosting an MMA event with us. So uh, we're looking at all of those um, and we're also looking at, you know, other other festivals like the Arnold. That's a you know, massive sports festival that, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's held for years and years. And, you know, we're talking to places like that about some great opportunities to do things together. You, when you first said festivals, I thought you were going to go music festival route, which would be an interesting opportunity as well. I don't know if you guys have considered that. Uh, you know, we haven't we haven't, but we have gotten a few calls since Daytona. So it's uh, it's very quickly gotten on our short list. That's great to hear that you're getting that kind of response. You have a, a great fight coming up in a couple weeks. Um, you you have a professional fight league in Everett. Uh, Andre Harrison is the main event against Rodriguez. What can we kind of expect from this card? Yeah, look, I mean, it, you, you look at Andre. I mean, you know, Andre's got a lot of, you know, a lot of Justin Gaethje, you know, ness in him. I mean, he's undefeated as well. He's a great athlete. 
So uh, I think, you know, Andre's, you know, Andre's one of our stars and he's going to continue to be a star in professional fighters league. And I think he's going to definitely be vying for the million dollars next year. Uh, if, you know, if I had to put my money down, but you've also got some great veterans like Yushin Okami and Jake Shields on the card. And um, yeah, I don't think it gets much better than that. So I think, you know, once again, Ray and the team have put together a great card. We're really happy to be going back to Everett. We were there at Xfinity arena uh, about a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago and had a great, a great crowd. I think it was one of our, you know, one of the great world series of fighting fights. So we're looking forward to bringing professional fighters league there. And, and when can we expect to, I think details are still missing, but when is the professional fighters league season going to officially begin and how frequent will events be? It'll, uh, the, the official season, uh, the new 2018 league format will start in January and that regular season, uh, for the 2018 season will run from January to August. The playoffs for 2018 will be in October That'll be a one-night tournament, the quarterfinals and semifinals. And then the championship will be in December where seven weight classes will all fight for a million dollars. So that finale to the season could potentially be the most stacked card in MMA history when you're giving out $7 million prizes in one night. Essentially, seven title fights. I don't think that's ever been done in one event before. Yeah, there's no doubt that those seven title fights uh, are going to be amazing. Probably... Uh, just in the case, you know, it, around some time, it may be split into two nights, uh, but those final details will come out in the fall. Is there plans underway? I don't. I know you probably don't want to reveal too much for a special venue to host this event. Uh, we we haven't yet released it, but uh, we'd we'd love to go back to New York uh, with our friends at at Madison Square Garden and do something. And they were really they were really uh, helpful. Uh, Dylan and Joel and the entire team that were very helpful when we went there last December. So uh, we look forward to possibly going back there for the season finale of the professional fighters league. Well, Carlos, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us today. Let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Carlos Silva. It's very simple. Easy enough. And for those of you listening, make sure to tune into professional fighters league Everett, Andre Harrison in the main event. The featherweight champion uh, coming out of Professional Fighter League or the World Series of Fighting as it makes its transition at the Xfinity Arena in Everett, Washington, July 29th on NBC. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Carlos.